Welcome to the Untitled Film Project Podcast. We're talking about the movie 65, starring Adam Driver, Jeremy K. Gover, Justin Bradford, and Jim Chandler. We are your hosts. 65 is a sci-fi thriller with dinosaurs. Adam Driver's character, Mills, has to transport a bunch of kids across the galaxy and keep them safe. But an asteroid hits their spaceship. They land on a mysterious planet. Only he and one young girl survive, and they must run from dinosaurs. For hours and hours. My name is Mills. I was the pilot of the ship. We've crash landed on an uncharted planet. I don't know where we are, but there's something out there. Something alien. We'll give you our initial takes, scores, deep dive, and then we'll have fun with the big question. The big question is you take one frame from a film and you put it on your wall. Like a mural? Now, or as like, art, Gover, as art. Like, not a mural. Like a painting? No, this is like, not something that people at Bachelorettes in Nashville are going to line up for. <laughs> Standing it's in your house for on the wall. Right, but is it like framed or is it... It can be framed if you want to. Some people like canvas frames, some people like matte frames, some people like everything. Well, like, what do you want or do you want, okay? Floating frame, whatever you want. Which pick you like best to put in the frame? Is it a mural? <laughs> Let's get our initial takes of 65, starting with Justin Bradford. All right, my initial take. <laughs> I love this reaction already. Oh, this is awesome. I think his initial take's over. I think that's all that needs to be said. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if size could be felt through the radio, I, I think 90 minutes. You see 90 minutes, you're like, huh, for a sci fi film, it's supposed to be dinosaurs and everything. What are they going to accomplish in this? Nothing. <laughs> Did you enjoy it as a bad movie? No. Did you enjoy it as the movie they maybe intended? No. <laughs> so 90 minutes with a cast of four people. Yes, four people. So spoilers, if you didn't already expect this, it sets it up and you know what's going to happen with the family and the daughter because he has to take this big trip of transporting people that are have been cryogenically frozen across the universe and it's a two-year mission his daughter's sick we don't know what kind of sickness but this is gonna pay of course she dies <laughs> is that a shock to anybody with the setup here <laughs> and any he's all these video messages everything and it's like oh i miss you oh i hate you she dies like duh right you could have predicted that the dinosaurs we want to talk about bad cgi we want to talk about bad portrayals of dinosaurs. This has it. What kind of budget were they working with here? What, first of all, why did Adam Driver say, sure, I'll do this movie? Why Why did he pick this? COVID? Desperate to work? Like, I, I can't wait. To, I'll do something. Sure, if there's only four of us and we can get this done. Uh, yeah, I'm I, sick of being around the house. Like, I, didn't, I didn't like white noise, but I understood why he did that. For some people, I'm sure they probably liked white noise. For this... I don't know why people would en there's what enjoyment are you going to get out of this because it's it fails in so many different regards as a dinosaur movie as an action movie as a thriller movie because there's nothing set up to it as it's like oh movie. well you know what we've talked about kills the dinosaurs that big giant asteroid that comes to hit nope, oh there it is you're also battling that so you know you better get off planet Thank God my money doesn't count towards it because of my AMC subscription. Because I don't want it to count towards this. My initial oh my it's take. Like, it's like dirty money. My initial take on this movie is don't go see it. 
<laughs> you don't have to. Even if you have a subscription, save that 90 minutes and wait in line at Chick-fil-A if you need to. I don't care. Just don't waste I, your time on this I film. I am liking Black Hat Justin a lot. This is a great initial take. <laughs> I, uh, there's some fire here, and, and that, just, uh, that just comes right out of the earbuds. I swear if Gover loved it. Jeremy Gover. If he what, liked it, that's fine. What did you think of 65? I guess it's fine. You're full of crap. (laughs) I'll start with the preview, you guys. I hated the fact that I figured out it was a dinosaur movie from the trailer. You figured it out or they kind of told you? No, that's what I'm I'm going with. So hear me out with this. If they don't show that final scene of the trailer where the the T-Rex head is behind the waterfall when he's he's trying to stealthily back up, protecting him and the girl... I can get away. Like it would have sold me that it was a foreign world, that he was on another world. He was a human being transporting other human right. beings to another world. Instead, when I saw that it was the dinosaur, I was like, "Oh, well, that sucks." Because that could have been a cool little reveal. It yeah. could have been sixty-five. It's called sixty-five, and then you feel, "Oh, it's just five million years ago." That's kind of cool. They just wasted it. It was a complete yeah. waste. I, I, I'm I'm going to jump right in there with you because I couldn't agree more. I felt uh, that. This is a movie I think got boardroomed. I think that maybe <laughs> while Board they were bored, B O R E D, maybe yeah, exactly. <laughs> that uh, you know that I think there was a bunch of people, maybe at Disney, sitting around a table. No, is Sony Disney? Sony, Sony, yeah, Sony, yeah. Sony rather. Uh, <laughs> and they're uh, they're going okay. Well, we're going to send you some notes, and and just they just got you know noted to death, you know, and, on the set. And they said, no, try to make it more like this movie. Wait, wait, wait. Scale back. No, you know what? Look, Pedro Pascal is killing it in the <laughs> bringing around a young child. You, let's make it that kind of moment. Oh wait, we need more running scenes of him jumping over stumps or, or tripping. Or oh, and she but, speaks uh, a different language. Oh, let's, let's I, make that a barrier. Yes, let's don't. I liked that. Let's not have a buddy comedy. Let's have people that don't understand each other. You know, I I, I kind of like. Uh, and of course, the translator's broken because you know when you're in a well, situation 65 million years ago and you're the society from a whole another world that you have equipment that you can travel universes. Your translator breaks, and you have no other way of doing that. When you can travel between universes, you have nothing else <laughs> to be able to translate from other people on your planet. Nothing else. You have an escape pod that still works, but you can't translate each other? Are you kidding me? He sounds like me, and then he blasts me for being, for not being <laughs> suspending disbelief enough. There's no suspension of disbelief in this movie because it sucked. Okay. Guitar right there. <laughs> oh, my God. So Gover, what what else? What are your, what are your other thoughts? You mean after after you cut me off? Mm, yeah, Jim also that, cut you off. I know, but I'm I'm looking at you though. <laughs> you were looking at me, but you're having to make more effort to look at me because Jim's right across from you. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> the, the addition of the catastrophic asteroid was actually cool. Beca- no, listen, beca- <laughs> he looks like a muppet right now, just where I just his resting face. But yeah, just just so, uh, let me explain that. <laughs> explain, please. Because I wanted this movie to be. I wanted them to not show me it was dinosaurs. You're fighting for it. You wanted to secede. Right. I wanted not to be told this was dinosaurs 65 million years ago. I wanted to believe in the trailer this was a human being, in you know, maybe a futuristic, you know, 100 years right. from now, whatever, from Earth, travels somewhere else, foreign land, he's stranded there. How's he going to get out? He's got this girl he's got to take care of. Awesome. Now there's, a, now there's a foreign threat, doesn't know what it is, right? So that's what I wanted it to be. And it wasn't, obviously, because they gave me that in the trailer. So when I'm sitting in the theater and I'm like, okay, what is, 
why why do I care about any of this? And then the asteroid thing, oh, there's an anomaly from space coming, and oh, it's it's imminent. I'm like, oh, all right, well, it's the one that killed the dinosaurs. I, I got I got something. I got there's some nugget out there. No pun intended. <laughs> there are multiple right. nuggets with that. Asteroid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed the performance of the girl. Okay, I would say she she was a strong. She was part. outstanding. Child actress, kudos coming from usually, which is why I'm bringing it up. The yep. Highly critical, uh, Jeremy Gover on child actors. So uh, Ariana Greenblatt, who plays Koa, so yeah, you're giving tremendous. her uh, some some high marks. But I'm also giving Chloe Coleman high marks as well. She had obviously a much smaller part. Okay, right. But I I felt everything her character tried to feel on screen. I thought she was great. I liked her in My Spy, and that that helped. That was cute. Sure. Yeah, it was just, it was really great. And it's her in a camera. A lot of the her yeah. part in this film is her in a camera, and that's it. So right. she's no, there's no other human to feed off of for what she's having to pull off. That actually, I'll, I'll give props to that as well. The child actors are great. A lot of people great. can do that. Child yeah. actors were great. Yeah. And my last thing is the video messages reminded me a lot of Minority Report. Mm-hmm. When Tom Cruise loses his son in the future enough to where he's got this technology that he plays back and tortures himself with all these old clips of his family and all that. It just reminded me a lot of that. Sure. It reminded uh, me of a Nintendo entertainment system. I was waiting for him to blow in the cartridge because it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> so 8-bit video game memories, is this what it evokes? But still couldn't translate. But And it's and it didn't even satisfy you at that level. No, so here's one. Th- okay, my first roll of the eyes and the <laughs> from me during this film was it took... When it's 90 minutes long, mm-hmm. it took about a third of the movie to get to the title screen. I also would say the same thing. <laughs> Are you and, kidding me? <laughs> and the title screen is the most condescending. <laughs> you are the stupidest audience we've ever tested. And we're going to tell you everything. We're going to flash up in giant letters. And it was on earth in case you hadn't figured that out and they, then, they almost keep coming back like you think okay okay you just told okay fine i get it it's on earth that's oh big twist great okay and then we come up with like another word no seriously this is earth from like a long time ago in case you didn't understand the first giant things we flashed up on the screen like how dumb are the people they were figuring they were going to see this i i don't know who made the decisions in all these movies I'm, it sounds like it was like 15 different people Yes. But uh, I thought it was a mess. Hell and yeah, it was. I, I didn't hate it as much as Bradford did. I was actually thankful when I walked out that it was only 90 minutes. <laughs> 100% agree with you there. My God. So why was every dinosaur out to kill them? I noticed that. There yeah. was no herbivores. All carnivores? Right. I'm looking. They didn't come across one herbivore. This is the Cretaceous period. Triceratops existed. Isn't that a metaphor for this movie of a one-note song? Yes. Yeah, there's yeah, there's dinosaurs, but they're all this, and they're all yeah. going to be the same. They were trying to do these jumps. There's one jump scare that got me, and that was it. Because other than oh, that- which one was it? It was the first one. The right, first jump scare. Was I agree. The, the, small, the small dinosaur. Yep. Jumping up. Other than that, everything else was exactly predictable. Yes. You knew when it was going to happen. You knew when it was coming, because they're setting up way too much. Again, why the hell did Adam Driver choose to do this film? I don't know. I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I have an Adam Driver problem. And I don't know if maybe somebody smarter than me can uh, explain what it is, okay? I think Adam Driver is a very good actor. He is. I think he's He's a very smart guy. Uh, I think he does some amazing things. Why do not, 
why don't I enjoy him in any of those things that he's doing well? I'm not sure. It's a me problem, I guess. But Adam Driver doing this movie, it could have been anybody. Why Adam Driver? Why was he drawn to this project other than it was during the pandemic and he needed to get out of the house? That might be enough. But do, do we think that he's going to have the problem that some musicians have of just bad song choice, that he's choosing some wrong projects, even though he's a great actor? Dude, we just talked about this with uh, with the guy from Plane, Gerard Butler. Yes. Oh, right. How it's his problem isn't him. It's the projects he's attached to that he finds yeah. himself he do in much better all the time. Movies. Yeah, I, here's the thing. He deserves I think, better writing as an action star. Yes, he deserves better saying, writing. Right. But he okay. also deserves better representation to give him good scripts. Yeah, also. Exactly. <laughs> so fire's agent, Adam Driver. We're firing somebody's agent <laughs> over 65. I want to make that very clear to everybody. We are firing an agent here, over this movie. But here's here's why I would take him on as a client if I am an agent is I think he's good at what he does, okay? Regardless of my personal feelings for what uh, he portrays on screen, uh, I would say, thankfully, his misses are in such small movies that nobody saw that it can't hurt him. So the fact that a thing is unwatchable and nobody cares because the premise was given away and you felt like you've seen this movie 50 times before maybe saves him because nobody goes to see it. It's going to be on, you know airplanes and in hotel rooms for a while but i think that's going to be the majority of the viewing i don't think anybody's seeking this thing out i think the sci-fi network's going to buy this thing and play it to death and make it into a series yeah no no no. i'm just run it just ad nauseum rotten tomatoes 37 percent score no shocker there 63 percent audience so it's it's hovering in terms of going down to the dirty end on audience, because sixty-three percent is not strong. No, for the audience for score, the audience, that's, that's low. pretty low right. for yeah. audience score. Now, basically, those are the people that said, "I'm going to shell out my money. I want to go see this." Right now, so a top critic, John Nugent of Empire Magazine, okay, okay, Hi, John. said it's a short, sharp, largely original major studio movie, unbound to any franchise or intellectual property. Okay, yep, yeah, fair. At a time when such a concept is being threatened with extinction. Also, it has a T-Rex in it. Sometimes that's enough. No, it's not, John. John, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on like, yeah, isn't it nice? Try to be this original. Is, this is not a story that's from a franchise or it's a sequel. But that's more of a statement about the other movies than this one. Yes. yes. Don't try to say they should stop doing the, what they're doing and I just love this one for the sake of it not being those other things, that doesn't say anything about this movie. No. It says what the problem is with the other ones. The bottom line here is 65 is a mess. 65 has a lot of problems. But it could have been not great, but it could have been worth your time. could have been fun. If you don't give away the fact that it's dinosaurs in the trailer, you might get more people out to the theater with like, oh, what is this foreign world that we're about to see? And then you throw, that's a twist. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, they're on Earth. If you don't have the, it's Earth. I think no, that, really, it's Earth. I think it's hey, can't you didn't hear us? It's committee. Earth. It's death by committee. These are the people in the boardroom of Sony yes. who said, "Hey, by the way, uh, Jurassic Park's latest movie just made a whole bunch of money. Make sure you show a dinosaur, or, or uh, this thing goes no further." It, and this film had a little potential. It was starting to turn a little for me in the second act when there's some humor of interaction. Between Koa and Mills during the like the bonding, yeah, the bonding moment, and then it just all goes to hell. That goes away very, very quickly. And then the other sweet moment that could have been 
when she forces him to save a baby dinosaur that is struggling. That was awesome. In a tar pit. Yep. Immediately hounded by more carnivores. So just destroy it. It's like you did you have you couldn't have one sweet little moment. I actually liked that because they because they could have. Because, again, I didn't see it coming, and I always appreciate that, especially in a movie <laughs> as benign as this. <laughs> Vanilla. But, but I, the the little dinosaur gets ravaged by, I'm assuming, velociraptors, although I don't know that for sure. Not, not, not an expert. But that could have led to a more of a bonding experience. Like but it was just, only 90 minutes long. so Right. There's only so much time you can... There's only so much time to waste for people. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's time to score 65. It's got a score right in its title. If one of you even picks 6.5, have some words, just so you know. I'll just tell you that right now. I would never. Good. <laughs> I wouldn't give it the satisfaction. I'm just saying. <laughs> Jeremy Gover, what do you think of this movie numbers-wise? I think it was a mess. I think it was a bad sci-fi movie. But I think it was a better dinosaur movie than Jurassic World Dominion 4.5. Wow, very It's not saying much, Gopher. It doesn't have to say much, Bradford. It just has to say what I thought of the movie. There's not a lot of words there, but <laughs> Justin Bradford, score 65. It's. I was going to say the same thing. It's not much to say that it's better than Jurassic World Dominion because that movie disappointed me so damn much. I wanted it to be so much more. And this one, while there are so many problems with it, was still better than Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, it hurts to say. <laughs> it's a better dinosaur movie. I want to make sure that I said that's what I'm saying. It's a so you can have your own take. I want to make I want to highlight the fact that I said it's a better dinosaur movie of the nine genres you could have picked. Yeah, if you're yeah, saying, sure. if, the, if you're judging it, it's on not dinosaur. action. It's not. It's just it's not buddy. No, not, but it is a better dinosaur movie. It's a. It, it's probably the best dinosaur movie that takes place 65 million years ago on Earth. Yeah. That, that one is that accurate. In See, that's going to be on the cover of their Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> that's the selling point right there for it. Justin Bradford on Title Film Project podcast. Because next this week is, is the greatest be on dinosaur movie streaming that takes place 65 million years they, ago. They're going to sell the Blu-ray with your quote, like superimposed over scenes from the movie, and it's only going to be up there so quick, and they're just going to enlarge the font of greatest, and, and people are going to think, oh my gosh, that, that, that guy loved it. 65 dot 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 million years ago, available now. <laughs> on Earth. Don't forget that. It's on Earth. Reminder, it took place on Earth. Anyways, my score is a 3.5. Okay. I hate Victor, that I, I like everything. I hate that I'm higher than you, actually. Yeah. Uh, Suck it, Gover. But I, <laughs> but I just got to be real. I you know I got to be real. There Movie's were redeeming bad. qualities of the film. The performances were great. The kids were great. They could have. They could have. <laughs> honestly, like this is a, this is actually a testament to the the casting agencies. They could have said, "Look, we got Adam Driver in this. We can phone it in with the kids. Just give me somebody good <laughs> yeah. enough, right?" And they didn't do that. They 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 got great actors for the kids. I applaud that. <laughs> so three point five from Justin Bradford. First time I think you've ever given the lower score than Jeremy Gover. I don't. Mm. I we'll have to go back and go back uh, to the archives, the archives, yes. and check uh, that deep in the basement. But remember, I like everything. I, yes, you that's are right. Mr. I like everything, yes. and. Jeremy's kind of the nitpicker. I, I hate everything, and, and I, I it's a higher score. Yeah, and I'm the, like the art house guy. But no, he's the a hole. <laughs> I was higher than I was higher than you on playing. See, but I okay. like everything. That was the only other time, though. <laughs> Twice. All right. No, 
There's got to be more. 32 episodes, <laughs> twice. There's got to be more. Let's let Jim is, give his score. Percentage is low. <laughs> uh, so uh, basically, I if I think of myself 65 million years ago and I was transported to that place that, oh my gosh, it's Earth. Wait, was I, it Earth? I think I would be really <laughs> hey, happy. Let him finish. It was Earth. <laughs> because there would be nothing to show this movie on 65 million years ago. Uh, this is just, a, it's a piece of drivel, and uh, it just seems to, I mean, it's outstanding in its ability to never pay off any possibility of interesting things happening. It came mm. so close. There's like a lot of times you're in the movie and you're going, oh, they're building to something, they're building to something, and it kind of almost happens, or if it does happen, it's so unremarkable, and then you're like, eh, I guess I'll wait for something else to happen. And it just, to me, it just felt entirely way too long. I am going to give 65 a 3.5 as well. I feel dirty right now. 90 minutes felt way too long. That says so much. Again, I was thankful it was just 90 minutes. <laughs> All right, and now for our big question. Our big question this week is you take one frame from the film and it becomes art on your wall. What frame is that? Let's, let's start with Jim. I have a favorite frame from movies, and I have a bunch. Occasionally on my uh, personal TikTok and Instagram, I will point out a frame of a movie that I think is just beautiful in its composition, its color, or whatever, its meaning conveyed. And I have to go back to Stanley Kubrick and 2001 A Space Odyssey. There is a scene in which... Hal has taken over the spaceship and he's he's trying to get back in and if not he's going to float off into space and the shot is of him with his helmet on and the glass coming down from the helmet and in the reflection of that face shield you see all the colored lights of the technology that surrounds him in that pod and it's it's reflecting off you know, the, the face shield. And so you see like all the technology that's encircling him and at this point wants him to die. And he is, you know, utterly also dependent on this technology. And it's showing there in the face shield. And just right behind that, your eyes get to see the face of the man who's trying to figure out how not to die in the loneliness of space surrounded by technology. So you like technology gets its its share on that first reflection and if the more you look into it and you see this talented astronaut trying to deal with the pressure of, you know, this thing is trying to kill me and I'm just trying to complete this mission and it's gorgeous. I mean the colors of it are fantastic. What it represents is really cool. It's just that whole movie I could probably find ten or 50 great stills of just beautiful shots. But that one with the technology reflecting off his face is my still I would put up in the old uh, room where my wife lets me put stuff up that the public can't see. <laughs> the room where it happens. Mr. Gover. Can I have two? I'll give you two. I won't take two. Well, okay. Give, give us your top one and then an honorable mention. Okay, I'll give you the top one. Yeah, that means you have to rank them. And that's fine. <laughs> In Empire Strikes Back, when Luke is on the staircase 
looking up at Vader, and they both have their lightsabers extended. It's dark, and they're just silhouettes. Mm-hmm. But the lightsabers, of course, are vibrant and powerful. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. My wife says when she leaves the house, like I immediately shut all the curtains. I love, I love being in like a vampire. So <laughs> you're it, a it, den-like creature. Yeah. So it has to do with that. It's, it's basically really, really dark. But then the two lightsabers give it that pop, you know. So I, I would pick that one, Empire Strikes Back, with uh, Vader and Luke. Love it. I love it a lot. Beautiful. My honorable mention is is uh, Captain America and Iron Man in Civil War. Oh, okay. It's pretty awesome. Not the not the fist punch on no, the no, 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 no. The, that one. Or the beam okay. of the yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, it's pretty fire. That's so cool. for Empire Strikes Back, you did not choose Luke and Leia kissing. That is correct. I did not okay. choose that. <laughs> I did almost choose the Ewok symphony on the Stormtrooper helmets, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been that'd be a beautiful animated picture frame. <laughs> yeah. Is it no Porg? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Justin Bradford, if you had to. Uh, Pick one still from a movie to put up as art on your wall. What is it? So I am glad that Govard and Steel on when he mentioned Marvel. I was like, oh no, please don't I, be mine. That was actually one of the th- <laughs> reasons I didn't want to say two, actually, <laughs> in case I was going to take yours. No, mine is from Avengers Endgame, and it is the moment where it pans out and you see very small Captain America standing against all of Thanos' forces. You see the Leviathans in the air. You see all the different uh, Chitauri, the Outriders, all of them coming towards him. And it's the, the almost a silent moment before you hear on your left. It's right before the portal scene. Yeah, the, and it's the, when it's panned When he's out. at like, his most hopeless. When he's at his most hopeless, there's, everyone's down, Thor's down, Iron Man's down. You, you don't know what's happening with Ant-Man and, and Rocket. And it's almost like he's going to be hit by a giant wave. Yeah, and it's before the wave hits. You know, before it curls over. And it's beautiful. And- it's it's like it's beautifully created as well. Yes, it is all CGI, but the artistry behind that brief moment when it is fully panned out and you see it's Captain America versus everyone in that brief moment before you hear Sam, Cap, can you hear me? Like that is that is a moment that I wish would be a Funko Pop. Somehow, but it have to be a huge Funko Pop to have all these different things versus Captain America. But Captain America being my favorite Marvel character, I love that scene because that's right before everything gets real and it's awesome and it's one of the best cinematic moments in a theater. I would love to hear what other people would think of their favorite piece of art on the wall that comes from the still of a movie. And, you know, we all went sci-fi, which is pretty interesting. That is a little, funny. A little indicative of us. We love the sci-fi. Yeah. Except for 65. <laughs> <laughs> except for that one sci-fi movie we reviewed earlier. This <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but I would love to see it. Does yours actually involve uh, somebody's face? Is it a romantic uh, still from a movie. Mm. Show us the the more interesting. If you can add a still shot on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, uh, do that. And share. Let's share the art that is cinema. Sometimes. So uh, this has been the Untitled Film Project podcast, along with uh, Justin Bradford. I am Jim Chandler and Jeremy K. Gover. Reach out to us on socials. You can find us everywhere. Untitled Film Project on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. Yeah, please do. Give us a follow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Untitled Film Project podcast.
To support the show, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. Original music by Jeremy Schwartz. Special thanks to the Music City Film Critics Association. Editing and post-production by Jeremy K. Gover. Voiceover by Chad Bennett. The Untitled Film Project podcast is presented in cooperation with iHeartRadio.